This episode is sponsored by Hulu. The reality queen herself, Lisa Vanderpump, has a new home on Hulu and has teamed up with them to bring you the newest, most exciting reality series yet, Vanderpump Villa. In an escape to the French countryside, Lisa and her staff work, live, and play together 24-7 while dealing with rivalry, romance, and misadventures. The series offers first-class luxury with world-class drama. Watch new episodes of Vanderpump Villa every Monday, now on Hulu. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry? Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey, the podcast where we cover all the pop culture we love to hate, from the classic reality TV moments of the past and present to the latest Daily Mail headlines and everything in between. We'll dive into all the infamous and notorious messes you can't stop watching. I'm looking at you, Jax Taylor. I'm your host, Ryan Bailey.
<laughs> you guys are enjoying yourself until I screech. <laughs> Folks, what's up? It's so bad it's good with Ryan Bailey. This is Ryan Bailey. This is it's sad. It's a beautiful Saturday here in Arizona. I just had uh, my mom made me a, an omelet. It was delicious. So that's where I'm at. Uh, you've heard a lot from me the last couple of days. I was trying to make up the dates that I didn't do this week. So they've all kind of been recaps, solo recaps, which I think you guys enjoy. It's a, a good mix-up just from the straight interviews and stuff like that. So uh, we did it a little differently this week. Of course, we had the Summer House recap. I released that two days ago. And then last night, I released the Real Housewives of Salt Lake season finale and had a blast doing that. And then today, we're going to do Real Housewives of New Jersey. I haven't done a full recap of that since this season started. I've only kind of talked in broad generalizations. So we'll talk about this past week's episode. I'll go beat by beat through that meticulously. We'll see what kind of horrible accents I come up with. I I might just do my own voice because I could potentially really offend people if I start trying to do Jersey accents. Of course, I played Living on a Prayer, Bon Jovi, mixed with Coldplay. You got to because, you know, Bon Jovi's an essential Jersey band, right? That's To me, that screams New Jersey. I once watched a documentary. I think it was like 2002. It was a Bon Jovi documentary on Showtime. And I had never, like, you know, I'm like, Bon Jovi's fine. It's great. You know, like when I was a kid, I loved Bon Jovi. But this documentary, I think it was in black and white. And it was like he was doing a, a like a concert in Central Park. And it was like him going over the set list. And I had never seen, like, he thought he was a god. He was like, no, living on a prayer. We're going to need that to set in the song. And I'll tell you what. Like, it was so intense. And I was like, this isn't rocket science, dude. Just, play. I mean, like, sometimes just play the shit. Play the songs, you know? I, I was really impressed by how the the audacity in which he held him, like, the, the esteem in which he held himself. Because Bon Jovi, for me, has always been just that band that, if you have a couple beers or like a shot and a beer or, you know, it's like one of those things you scream along to if you're in like a jukebox bar. And that's not that's a compliment. Um, I, I do say when I ran a nightclub, we had this DJ, DJ Cobra, uh, that would play on Saturday nights. And around Saturday, around like 12, 15, he would mix in Living on a Prayer. And it was huge. It was like fun. When you're playing like hip hop and R&B and all that, and then you switch to living on a prayer, it is like the best switch up ever. And people usually are really into it. And those are the kind of songs that are amazing that they're kind of universal. Um, and the same thing with these shows. Like you have episodes of reality shows that are immediately universal. I'm thinking like Scary Island. Uh, I'm thinking of the uh, the Federal Bureau, the the Homeland Security getting the the van on Salt Lake. That was an amazing episode. The Bolo episode. There are these ones that if you put on, I think they're universally loved episodes of reality shows. And you got to have that for any kind of fan base. You have to have those things that are universally loved. And then you can bitch about all the shit and the bad stuff about all of these shows. But you got to start with some kind of love, and then you can work your way into completely criticizing the rest of the show or the people in the show uh how are you guys doing are you starting the weekend off right i hope so if you like this show um if you don't why i mean at this point why are you listening and i would that, that would be the main question but if you do like the show please take a second today to rate it five stars on apple podcasts and five stars on spotify you can do both on spotify i think they make you play a couple minutes of an episode to be able to rate it 
But those things really do help me, you guys. I and it's free. There's you don't get charged. Like you don't get charged to leave a review. But like if, I always say, if you hate it, just move on. I mean, it's at this point, move on. Like I think everybody and their mother at this point has a Bravo podcast. So there is somebody that is going to uniquely speak to you and go and support that person with all your heart because it really does matter. And I've got such a good crew of people listening here right now. And I'm just blown away by the messages I get sometimes. And I don't get to respond to nearly any of them. And by the way, Kim, if you're listening, I didn't get, I didn't get to Kim. I was supposed to make a cameo for Kim and I was out with my mom this past couple of, it's just been a crazy week. So Kim, if you hear me, I'm so sorry. I didn't get to do your cameo. Uh, I love you, Kim. I, I hope the garden is going great in New Mexico and I'm still trying to find a slipknot mashup for you. So that's to Kim. But uh, it has been a crazy week, so I'm catching up with everything, including these shows. But I am glad to, I'm glad to talk about this stuff. Like it was, it was really fun to, uh, you know, I'll take notes on Summer House religiously every week, and OC religiously every week, and Real Housewives of Miami for the Patreon every week, um, uh, or every two weeks now. But um, the it's, you know, it's nice to actually go in and start taking notes on shows that you've been just kind of watching, not half-heartedly, but just watching for overall themes. And you're just like, wow, it's batshit. Jersey is wild because Jersey, unlike any other Bravo show, if we say like Salt Lake's about religion, Jersey is about family. I think that is the foundation in which Jersey Jersey has always operated for. And that's what makes it unique from any of the other Housewife shows. You have this cast of characters, but at the heart, they're they're promoting family values in the most fucked up weird way. I mean, if you look at Frank and Dolores's relationship, he cheated on her when she was pregnant with Frankie, and they're pretty much best friends now. Like still, he lives with them. It is one of the most bizarre relationships. But that's why I say like, I always say the thing like people are like, oh that movie was crazy. I I couldn't believe that. You know, yeah, like the moon's really gonna fall. You know, but then you see real life and you're like, real life is way crazier than movies could ever be. Like, would you ever in a million years go, okay, well, so this one guy was married to this girl. He was cheating on her all over the shore. And then they just were really good friends and they both date and bang other people, but they actually live together and they all they do is hang out with each other. But it's not romantic. It's not, it's not sexual in any way. They just always, like, isn't that bizarre? Like, that from the outside is weirder than sci-fi it is it's like they're possibly aliens you know what i'm saying and the Teresa louis stuff is why like i always have to be careful about the louis stuff because i'm scared Teresa or louis is just going to come after me and i'm going to know because it's going to be like a who's that purple man walking down the uh the sidewalk is that an alien no it's louis his purple face like what tanning salon is do you guys remember tan mom that mom that got in trouble for like letting her teenage daughter suntan because she was doing the same thing and she looked uh like magda from there's something about mary like at a certain like i don't the, the tans over in jersey it's like the muscles and the tans and i know that is part of the culture but like at what tan are you going like yeah i want to look like a raisin like that is the look i'm going for i want to look like prince's clothes i want to look deep purple and i think that is something to shoot for like these things are aspirational for them like where they look at each other and like man that's a nice purple tan like i'm scared that that's going to catch on in some way like i don't want to be purple it looks louis fit louis skin looks like it physically hurts it looks shiny and and i'm not saying it's like dried out but it looks like like you know it's like a pimple when it's ready to pop that's what louis face looks like it just looks like it's so 
ready for something. It looks like its own kind of organism. I feel like, you know, if that was Mars, you'd be like, there's life on Mars. It, it You know what? It just it, – it, it, it boggles my mind. Uh, I, I do want to thank the Real Housewives of New Jersey people for not – uh, we we didn't have Gia in this episode, finally. We've had Gia in most of the episodes. We've had some other Teresa's kids. And I hold to the fact, you guys, let's mark our words, whatever date today is. What a month are we? Are we in March yet? What are, where are we? We're in February still, I think. I predict that Teresa and Louie and Teresa's family will have a spinoff on Bravo. I truly do. I feel like that is why they are setting up so much with Teresa's kids and with Louie. And Louie's not being forthcoming about really filming with the cast because he can't control the environment. Now, if you did a show with just Teresa and her family, Louie could control that environment. Uh, at least that's my prediction. Uh, it just seems like why are we – why are they making such a point to show her kids even more than ever? Like they've – you know, they've always been a part of the show. But it does seem like – and we met Louie's brother last week or two weeks ago when he was doing the Power of Positive Thinking meal. And uh, it's always you – you always got to be worried on these shows – when you can't necessarily get a beat on somebody's personality, the camera is really magnificent in that it kind of can be a truth teller. It can pick up on things, and the audience can usually see them before the people in the actual scene. Uh, but we can see them because the camera just doesn't lie usually. But with Louis, you don't – can't tell you who he really is. Like sometimes I'm like, okay, he's like a really positive guy. He's really – but then he's soft-spoken, but – he can't be soft-spoken because he always seems to be telling Teresa he's not pleased off-camera. So he's shy on-camera, but off-camera he's not shy. But on-camera he's all about positivity. But if you're telling Teresa you're angry all the time, that doesn't mean you're positive all the time. So we're not seeing a great portion of Louis's life and potentially how Louis is. And when there is this much information that has come out about a gentleman in regards to his previous relationships, it's a no-brainer that you would be worried about Teresa. It's a no-brainer that you would look into things a little deeper. And uh, the fact that I don't think he counted on that worries me because here's somebody that supposedly plans everything out. So this is a huge miscalculation on Louis's part if he did not think that this stuff would be looked into. I mean, I that's the part that I'm like, what did you – did you think you're good enough – it's like Brooks on Real Housewives of Orange County. Did you think you were a good enough actor to pull off cancer? Like you can lie to the people in your family, your friends, and the immediate thing. But can you lie to an entire audience? Like I said, the camera picks up on shit. You know, the camera exposes people. And listen, I've said this many times on the show is that you potentially – I potentially want to believe that people can change or I want to believe that it's never too late to change. And I mean, sometimes I think that's full of shit. I, I unfortunately the only think we kind of change in like minute ways, but I want to believe, I want to believe that like, who knows? But the thing is, I think Louis needs to get ahead of this then and say, yeah, this is what I did. I'm horrified about some of my behavior in the past. It's well documented, but now like, I am trying to be a different person. I have turned a new leaf. I think tackle it like that. Don't just act like it doesn't like exist and then not film about it. I think you got to lean into it and go, yeah, this is things that I'm ashamed for. I mean, have you ever done that? Like when everybody's anybody just told you the flat out truth, have you ever disrespected that of like, oh, wow, that's refreshing. That is the flat out truth. Um, it's. It's one of the hardest things to do. I'm speaking of personal experience. Like it is very hard to 
tell the truth when you think it's going to hurt somebody's feelings or you think it's going to, you know, somebody's not going to understand your side. So I'm trying to empathize with whatever is going on in that purple man's head, but it's hard. He makes it really hard because it just week after week gets creepier. And I'm sorry, you know, Teresa at the end of this episode said Louis didn't sign up for this. Yes, he did. I'm sorry, but he did. You don't sign, like, you don't, like, what show? This isn't a scripted show. This is a reality show. So, you know, Teresa's like, I signed up for it. He didn't. And it's like, yeah, we know. But you also know that anybody you are dating signs up for the show. Like, that's just, you share your life, period. At this point, Teresa, you know the name of the game. And so does Louis. So to act surprised that people would want to talk about him, film about him, especially with the past that he's had, especially with the beach video. They're like, I would like to ask you if I could come home and one day marry you with a bunch of like bald, sun, like sunny men on the beach. Like that's scary as hell. Are you kidding me? So with all uh, anything, we started off with the title. So this is Real Housewives of New Jersey, episode four, and it's called Shady Down by the Shore. Now, this is a, a double meaning title. Now, part of the title can mean they're by the shore, and it's really sunny there, so they need to get shade, because if not, you'll turn a deep purple like Louie. But then, the other way to look at it is shady. Shady also means at times to be shady to somebody, to say something that's a little shady, a little dark, a little mean. Maybe that's what it means, shady down by the shore. Somebody is being shady to someone else down by the shore. Now, shady who's being shady it it's in the eye of the beholder it could be everybody it could be no, nobody so the other thing that we always do when we start these shows is we hit previously on real housewives of new jersey and we see melissa inviting everyone to their shore house that she's super proud of uh we find out that tree's going to boston for her for uh her daughter's national i think it's a dance competition or something whatever boston you know um we see the storyline of little Frankie and their daughter and uh, being told by Dolores that their dad is going to move in with them, which is wild that the kids still live there, too. The kids are in there. I mean, that is such an Italian family. It's wild. Um, so, yeah, he's going to move back into Dolores's house. So they're going to have a family meeting to set down some rules because his daughter is like, I don't want dad bringing hoes home. I don't want dad laying down pipe when I'm in the other room trying to sleep because I got to be a doctor the next day, which totally, could you imagine, could you imagine having, first off, go with me on this, could you imagine, okay, okay, go, okay, the kids out of the room, okay, imagine your dad having sex right now, okay, don't turn it, no, don't, don't turn it off, don't, imagine your dad having sex, not with your mom, but your mom is in the same house that he's doing that in. It's so much weirdness, and it is so – it is like this is what therapists were invented for. You know, you're like, oh, man, I hope that daughter has, like, a low premium on her health insurance, like the copay. I hope it's low because she's going to need a lot of therapy. That's just would be – just say that out loud. It's like one of the weirdest things to think. Like, I just couldn't imagine if my, my dad was having sex with another woman besides my mom, but my mom was still in the house when that was happening. Like, that would be weird. Come on. It's not my fault. It's his fault. Uh, we have Jackie, you know, telling her husband, Evan, that she is so scared to gain weight and she's hungry all the time and she's scared she's going to eventually kill herself. Not kill herself like suicide, but kill herself inadvertently because of her weight issues and her ED. And this is 
This is such an important issue. This is such an important issue. And she is so brave to share all of this. Now, I do separate things, though, because Jackie, on some of these situations, having nothing to do with weight, I think she can be really annoying and doesn't really ever seem to gel with the cast, even though I love her with her family. But she's always kind of creating these scenarios, which is good for the show in a way. Like I always talk about last season, the first episode, bringing that, uh, you know, that thing about Gia potentially doing coke at college as an example to Teresa and Teresa just seeing red and freaking out. Like, you know, that was a great moment. She creates moments, but they, they never have the foundation to really kind of be ever taken seriously because she just doesn't have the relationships that the other ladies have with each other. These ladies have known each other for some of them for decades and you think Jackie's going to come in out of nowhere and just like, you know, and we we see that she's been a fan in the past and went and took a picture with Teresa at a book event and brought her kids along with her. Like, it it's weird because these shows, now they're turning more into where they're casted. You know, like we we, we put out a cast casting call to see if we can get new personalities. But they always keep establish, establishing players that actually have real relationships with each other. So, of course, it reads clunky. These shows really work best when you're already picking up on a relationship that's been, like, you know, at least five years. That's why Vanderpump Rules worked, because we started off with an actual real group of friends that were all lying and sleeping with each other and cheating on each other. It works that way. So when they bring these new people in, or even, like, Tiki Barber's wife, which I just don't – I don't even – I haven't even – remembered her name yet i just keep i mean tiki is such a strong name that you don't i'm just gonna call her miss tiki um but you know there's not really a real relationship with the other ladies so i don't really pay as much attention i kind of zone out i think what really grabs your attention in any of these shows is relationship that's what it is and it's like very simple this is like through the ages in the dramatic arts it's always relationship it's always relationship um so uh, Evan, in a scene previously this season, tells Jackie, you know, that's why I want you to see someone. And she's like, yeah, I just don't want to relapse and, and hurt myself. Uh, then we see a clip of Louis on the beach with the pack of men, you know, at his man conference on the beach of like, speak from your, speak from your heart, Louis. I want to love you the way you deserve to be loved. And he looks like a buff Kramer from Seinfeld. Um we see that uh, Bill, you know, Bill, of course, had an affair and Jennifer Aiden finally admitted it in the first episode of this season because Margaret was uh, talking about it again, which, you know, everybody falls in a different way with that. Should Margaret have brought that up? I'm of the opinion of I don't know if should have, but like you should have expected it to be brought up. You should be like, I'm sorry, everything comes out in the wash in these shows. So I don't really subscribe to the thing of we should hop down Margaret's throat. Like, Margaret didn't expect Jennifer Aiden to finally admit it. You know, Margaret probably is going to would, would have kept saying that every season for the rest of her seasons until it was admitted or just never have it be admitted. But Jennifer, whatever happened this time, decided to admit it. So it's just interesting. So now there's this kind of, you know, weirdness with bill he's afraid to see everybody again in a way uh and she's worried about you know how this makes her look how this makes bill look and she just truly loves bill and he's the best even though even if he did have this affair um we have that scene of dolores telling jennifer like don't cry hey and jennifer don't cry don't cry 
we have Jackie at the end of last week's episode at Melissa's keg party um, standing up for Jennifer Aiden and telling Jennifer Aiden that Dolores has not been a good enough friend to Jennifer Aiden. Now, Jackie and Jennifer Aiden has famously always not gotten along, but now Jackie all of a sudden sees, I think, a weakness, a hole to get in there and stands up for Jennifer Aiden and Jennifer needs it in the time of need. And so gets in there and Dolores is like, fuck you. Like Dolores is like, Dolores turns into a ninja. She's like, just sees red. Like this is also... From from being married to and from in my past, uh, you know, my ex is Italian, and I like you know, like there's a switch that goes off in certain uh, Italian uh, people that I just I will live in fear of for the rest of my life. And Dolores has that. Like Dolores, really sweet, loves her family. You mess with Dolores, she will cut you, man. I bet she has like three switchblades on her at all times. Um, but. Uh, you know, Jackie's telling Dolores, like, well, Jennifer needs more support from you, Dolores. And Dolores is like, what the fuck you going to do about it? What the fuck you going to do about it? And gets like gets in her face, like, what the fuck you going to do about it, Jackie? Hey, Jackie, what you going to do about it? Like, just really, like, like you can see the spittle going, like, what the fuck you going to do about it, Jackie? Hey, Jackie, what's up going on, Jackie? And we start the episode right at that moment. And the Chiron comes up and it's, uh, oh, sorry, this was Jackie's keg party, not Melissa's keg party. And we, all the guys are over there being guys and, and they're like, oh, oh, there's like, no, hey, Dolores. And Frank Catania is like, wait, what, what's happening here? What's happening? And in a talking head, Frank Catania is like, I've known Dolores since 19 years old. You know, she's, 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 she, she got brought up on the, the hard streets of Patterson. She's a street fighter. She's a street fighter. You know, one time we had to get out of a club because she bit through a girl, two of this girl's nails. And when she goes into a rage, you got to, uh, you got to separate her, you know? And it's really, I was just like, holy, sh-, like, yeah, separate her, do it. But then also maybe don't. Let's see where it goes. <laughs> Let's see. I would kind of like to see nails being bit into. That kind of sounds fun. Uh, Evan walks over to Jackie. Jackie's husband is like, hey, sweetie, how you doing? And uh, Dolores is telling Frank, she doesn't know who she's dealing with. Oh, uh, you shut up, Jennifer. You shut up. And then uh, Frank's like, yeah, 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 we got to get out of here. She'll do something she'll she'll regret. We got to, she'll do something she'll regret. We got to break this up. Now, Dolores to Jennifer Aiden says, if you think I'm not your friend, if you think I should support you more, you don't tell her, you tell me. You tell me. And she's just like a strong cup of coffee. She's like, ah, she's just rage, just coursing through her veins. And, uh... Jackie's like, or Jennifer's like, I was just being honest. I didn't think it would start a fight. Yeah, okay. And Dolores says, uh, you're not even that close to Jackie. You're not even that close. And then Jennifer is like, we're starting. We're starting a friendship. We're starting one. We're starting one, me and Jackie. Dolores, uh... Uh, Dolores goes, oh, yeah, but then she wants to pick apart your friendships. She wants to pick apart your friendships, Jennifer Aiden. And Jennifer is like, no, 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 no. I'm telling her, um, you know, she doesn't rely on somebody who, you know, is not going to follow through. She's telling me don't rely on somebody that's not going to follow through you. Um, talking to head, Jackie goes, Dolores wants to come here, come Dolores wants to come for her, but she doesn't know that I have the balls and I am 0% scared of Dolores. So I'm not going to pretend she's a good friend when she's not. Now, this is Jackie in a talking head doubling down. I wish she would say this 
uh, just right here in this scene. <laughs> I wish he'd be like, I'm a 0% afraid of you. But also, ballsy, but also, if you don't have real relationships with these ladies, it's pretty easy to not be scared of them, you know? The only thing that really scares, like when you have a personal relationship with someone, that really instills fear. Speaking of fear, Batman comes out next week, huh? That guy instills fear in some people, huh? Huh? I love Batman so much, you guys. It's like, I'm so excited for the movie. And I know this is primarily women listening, but you, some people got to love Batman out there. But you know your Instagram explore page? You know how, like, usually it's like reality show things? It's all Batman right now on my explore page because I keep looking at Batman accounts to look at toys and stuff. It's like one of the only guy things that I have that's like kind of guy like, except that it's like a 13 year old boy guy like. I'm like, ooh, look at him in the costume. Ooh. Like, I'm so excited. I'm so excited to see the new Batman movie. Um, so, uh, so Dolores Delor- says, uh, Dolores says, I can be friends with both of them. I don't have to take sides. I don't have to take sides. I'm going, and then uh, Jennifer saying, I'm going through an emotional ringer right now. And Dolores is like, I am too. David and I aren't together. I'm very hurt. And everyone should go fuck themselves because I know who I am. And I backed up every one of these motherfuckers. And Margaret comes over and is like, last time Jennifer didn't want to talk about it. And now we're talking about it. And so Margaret talks to Jennifer and pulls her aside and she's like, hey, I don't want to have issues with you, but you have a double standard that I had an affair with somebody and you crucified me for it, Jennifer. You crucified me for it. But in the end of the day, your husband, Bill, was like me. And then you called me slutty for the same behavior That's what it was. That's what it was. And come on, you guys. What I love about Jersey is there's motivations behind everything. Like in Salt Lake where there's no motivations, it's like people are just doing random shit. And you're like, I don't even know really why that's happening. Jersey is all about motivations. It's all about where you can see kind of everybody's side. You might not agree with it, but you can see why they're acting or why they're reacting the way that they are. And I really love that about Jersey. So if you like Margaret or you don't, you're getting exactly why she did what she did. Jennifer got to her by calling her slutty all these years when her husband was having the same behavior. And I always say there's a great conversation to be had in the uh, in the the ether, if you will. So then Jennifer Aiden, in a very un Jennifer Aiden kind of way, goes, "Okay, that's fair. You know, I guess I I guess I went in a little bit too much on you in the past." Which, yeah, that's what she did do. And if Jennifer had like she always went in like a bull. Then how are you supposed to like be nice to her? Like I just don't get why everybody's expecting Margaret to be different than she is as well. I don't understand that kind of behavior. Um, so uh uh wait, sorry, I lost my place in the notes and I should edit that out, but I'm not gonna. <laughs> That's me and you time, you guys. No, Jennifer says, um the way the way that Margaret was boasting about her affair was a real trigger for her. And, you know, what if that girl that was with Bill was bragging about her affair with my husband? I would just, it would be truly, truly the worst. I mean, that really is, I think, the big thing about relationships, right? Like when you picture other people interfering in those relationships 
and realizing that your partner or your spouse or whatever, they're their own person and they have their own mind and they're going to do, you know, it's a really frightening thing. That's why relationships are frightening because it really is based around trust. And it's very hard to trust. It's very, very hard because you have outside circumstances like this. Like, that's why I think these shows even make it even tougher because these guys now have access to even more women. Like, it's more, it's more, um, you know, there's more temptation. Uh, I always worry the most about Mauricio like because Mauricio, everybody, li- literally, we all supposedly like Kyle or whatever. But, like, there's not a day goes by that I don't see a pose of, like, Mauricio makes me wet. Oh, my God, I love Mauricio. I'd let Mauricio do things to me. You know, like, Kyle does have to see all of that stuff. And, by the way, Mauricio sees that stuff, too. I like Kyle on Ultimate Girls Trip said Mauricio doesn't even know how to work his Instagram. And I'm like, yeah, he does. Yeah, he really does. I've seen Mauricio post plenty of things. So first off, he does know how to, you know, the easiest way, I guess, for Mauricio to get along in his life is to pretend like he's an idiot, even though he has a multi, multi, multi-million dollar business. So, but it makes Kyle feel better. Sleep at night, like, oh, he he doesn't know how to work it. He can't see all of these naked breasts being sent to him. Um, uh, so, yeah, so Jennifer says uh, that really did trigger her the way Margaret was talking about her affair. And Jennifer's like, I still feel so hurt what you did, though, Margaret. Um, Now we hear Jackie saying, Dolores, Dolores, Dolores. um, I just wanted to make sure that Jennifer Aiden was supported. And Dolores says, you know, wrong. If, 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 If I really felt like she needed it, I would be there for her. So it's wrong of you to do that. Now Jackie in a talking head says, Dolores just brushes off everyone's feelings. And then we get a flashback from 2020 when Dolores says, uh, you know, I'm tired of the thing with Jackie. I'm tired of the thing. Like where she did brush off the situation with Jackie and Teresa last season. But also it was fucking annoying. I would brush it off too. Like give me a break. Like everything is not the same. Like you can't compare this to this all the time. You you can't do it. Um, So... uh, Dolores goes, not everyone does the same thing the same way, Jackie, but I'll be there if she needs me. And then we go back to Jennifer to Margaret, and she's like, you understand why I kept it a secret? My kids look up to him, and I'm part of the Syrian Orthodox community. I don't want him to be humiliated. He's going to be humiliated. And then they're going to blame me for everything. The wife, you didn't sleep with him enough. You're a bad wife, which that is the darkest comment of this whole episode, you guys. Darkest comment is that now you think about the after effects of an affair, of the shame, and why she kept it a secret. And the fact that she went on a show knowing that this was in their past, but she knows how these shows work. And I do feel a little bit like with Jennifer is that she should have made her kids aware in some sort of fashion that that stuff like this could potentially come out because that part is horrible for the kids like i i i really really empathize with that you you want you want to be able to if you're lucky enough to have good parents you want to be able to look up to them and there is that that conversation to be had of can you can can you still be a good parent if you've cheated can you still be a good parent if you've cheated i think most likely you can But it's hard. Like, that's why it's like, it's never black and white. It's always gray. But also, the thought in Jennifer's mind and the thought in potentially the people that she hangs out with is that it's her fault and that she accepts that. You see at the end of the day that Jennifer at her core is ultimately weak. 
she comes off like a strong pit bull a lot of the times and a lot of the seasons we see her. But at the end of the day, what makes me sad is that you see how weak she is. She's not mad at her husband. She's almost mad at herself. Her husband almost gets a pass. The man always gets the pass. But here, Jennifer says, "I, you know, you, you realize that she's thinking that she's probably to blame. And that's, that man, that is harsh. That is harsh. Bill chooses to go do this, put his dick in somebody else, and Jennifer is taking the brunt of this. And that Bill thought he could potentially get away with it because it was never going to be spoken about. So it's wild. Um, but uh, she says, it makes me feel happy to tell people how great Bill is. You know, do I want another infidelity? No, I want people to love him so he doesn't cheat, which is just, just what a weird way of thinking. Um, so she goes, that's, uh, Margaret's like, that's not why it happened, Jennifer. You did a great job as a wife. And Margaret and her talking head goes, we are farther apart than I even realized. Oh, my God. You had, uh, you know, and then Margaret telling Jennifer, you had nothing to do with it. Fucking believe me, you had nothing to do with it. And Margaret and her talking head says, she's been brainwashed to think women are responsible for men's behavior. It's very, very sad. And we go back to Jennifer saying, I just don't want to hurt him. And Margaret going, you're not hurting him. You're, 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 you're hurting yourself. Then we go to Dolores and Jackie, and Dolores is telling Jackie, you know, hey, hey, they got to work it out themselves, Jennifer and uh, and Margaret. They got to work it out themselves. And then all of a sudden, Melissa Gorga saunters up. Like, I forgot Melissa was even in this. Like, she's like, you guys good? I'm like, where have you been? Like, it's like the action was there, and you just were nowhere to be found. It's like coming in after a brawl going, you guys need help? You guys need me to throw a fist? It's like, you know good and damn well that everything's done. And uh, Jackie's like, yeah, no, we know how to talk like adults, Melissa. And Melissa then at this moment thinks it's the right time time to go, I want to throw a pink party. Not a white party, a pink party. And then we cut to Joe and Frank doing a keg stand going like, yeah, 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 we're men, we're men, we got dicks, yeah, 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 keg, keg, keg stand, keg stand, da, 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 da. only men, real men, keg stands. But I love that there's all this drama happened where we're like, we're at each other's faces and then we're just like, now it's like, I'm going to throw a pink party and then a keg stand. I love that. I love that these shows can like go to one extreme after another. Um, uh, poor Tiki Barger, Barber we see hanging out with the guys. And I just feel like Tiki is just like, what the hell did my wife get me into? This is not even how I like to spend my time. Um, Margaret goes, okay, let's put this to be, let's put out all the dirty laundry out there. And then we don't talk about it anymore. We don't talk about it anymore. So Margaret's saying we can move on, which I love that. I love that we got a couple episodes of this and let's move on. We don't need it all season like that Teresa Jackie thing from last season. Jackie comes over and, and says, let's all go down to the shore next weekend. Oh, and then we see the new cast member, Tracy. I think that's T Tiki Bart or Miss Tiki. Uh, she's doing a keg stand, so I guess she did something in this scene. Um, Margaret uh, Margaret seems kind of just a little shell-shocked about the entire co conversation. Jackie tells Jennifer, baby steps, Jennifer, baby steps. Like, okay, Jackie, thank you for being in quote-unquote control of the situation. Um, so uh, 
Melissa goes, I'm going to get a keg for, for my shore house party. I'm going to get a keg. They're all like just fascinated with the keg now. Uh, we go to a... Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So, the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. We will be back to the show in just one second, but now is time to talk about our sponsors, my favorite part of the show. Uh, this week, we got a new sponsor. One of our sponsors is the company Seed. Now, uh, I get things mailed to me, and this got mailed to me, and I was super excited because I love probiotics. I'm not joking. I am a huge fan of probiotics. In fact, I had the okay so you guys know i got a staph infection on my face and i had to take a bunch of antibiotics and stuff and the doctor was like you have to take probiotics because it'll really help your stomach out when you take strong antibiotics and i was like sir have you heard of seed because it just got mailed to me so your boy's gonna take those so i was super excited to have this i was like oh my god i actually have this and i'm gonna use this so they say that it turns out like everything you think you know about probiotics, it may be wrong. Um, Seeds Daily Symbiotic is the real deal, though, because not all probiotics are created equal. You might ask, what is the Daily Symbiotic? It is a broad-spectrum two-in-one probiotic plus prebiotic. There is a pro proprietary formulation of 24 distinct probiotic strains in scientifically studied dosages. This sounds really smart, you guys. Proprietary engineered two-in-one capsule that protects probiotics through digestion to ensure delivery to the colon. Now, if you've taken probiotics before and you never felt a difference, it's likely because the good bacteria wasn't surviving your GI tract. Now, seed is designed differently, and that's why they say it works. So what does the daily symbiotic do for you? Uh, supports benefits in and beyond the gut. Now, I keep saying gut, you guys, but gut is like, it, it kind of is how our bodies operate. Digestion, the gut, it is so important. I hate saying the word gut, but it is so important. Seed will support ease of bloating, healthy regularity, and ease of evacuation. If uh, you know what I mean, that's we're just going to call it evacuation. But it will also support your gut barrier, your skin health, your heart health, and micronutrient synthesis. Now, there's a note, gut immune function is not quote-unquote, boosting the immune system. It is about supporting the crosstalk between your intestinal cells and your immune cells. So many see improvements in digestion within 24 to 48 hours, which, get, which can include bowel movement, regularity, and eased bloating. So um, it's just a great product. I've been using it for a month now. They just sent me more, and I was super excited because I was like, oh, God, 
I was going to have to order this and then they sent me another month. I was like, sweet. So you guys start a new healthy habit today. Visit seed.com forward slash so bad and use code so bad to redeem 20% off your first month of seeds daily symbiotic. That's seed.com forward slash so bad and use code so bad. I am very excited about that one for real. And I genuinely use it. I should just show you photos of me using it. Just me on the toilet. <laughs> Sorry, you guys. Okay, and finally, our last one is Sundance now. Um, I've talked about Sundance now uh, before. I love them. After a long day, you guys, I do, we do. We want to curl up on the couch, get lost in a gripping story with characters I can love and hate. Is that too much to ask? Nope. And now, thanks to Sundance Now, I always have something to watch that is binge-worthy and that I can be obsessed with. Sundance Now is an ad-free streaming service created by AMC Networks. Now, you guys know AMC Networks, The Walking Dead, Breaking Bad, Amazing Shows. So, uh, you know, Sundance Now is for people who obsess over riveting storytelling and fresh perspectives. Sundance now has original prestige dramas, international thrillers, and bone-chilling true crime shows. Every show is a sleek production with sexy lead characters. They've got shows like the hit British series A Discovery of Witches, uh, which is the perfect mix of period drama, romance, edge-of-your-seat thriller. Seasons 1 and 2 are streaming now, and season 3, the final season, has, uh, it just started January 8th. Um, so... Uh, there's going to be many shows that you will be able to check out on this streaming service. Uh, it really is something that is worth your while. And like the show I was just talking about, A Discovery of Witches, you can catch, like, I love when you come to a show later and you can binge all the seasons leading up to the season that they're actually airing now. I love that. I love that you don't have to wait that year-long wait in between seasons if you're coming late to a show like A Discovery of Witches, which, by the way, I want to say that TV Insider calls fantasy intersects seductively, wickedly irresistible. Uh, TV Guide says pure catnip for fans of this genre, and the Los Angeles Times says elegant and satisfying. Now, that sounds pretty good. So you can stream Sundance now on all your favorite devices for as low as $4.99 a month. Just download the app or watch online and discover exclusive shows from around the world instantly. Just go check it out. Really, honestly, go check it out. See if there's shows that you would want to watch. I bet there are. So uh, find your next TV obsession on Sundance Now like I did. Try Sundance Now free for 30 days by going to SundanceNow.com and use promo code SOBAD. That's SundanceNow.com code SOBAD for 30 days of free streaming. Once again, SundanceNow.com code so bad. And now, ladies and gentlemen, back for the remainder of our show. A new scene. Dolores is with her dog uh, putting a pink unicorn harness on her. And that's what I call multitudes, you guys, when somebody can go from like potentially biting through somebody's nails to putting a pink unicorn harness on their dog. That is what we call range. Uh, we cut to Paramus, the city of Paramus. Jennifer's house. Uh, she's on FaceTime with Teresa, who's in Boston. And Jennifer Aiden's like, it's choppy. This is a choppy call. It's choppy. Choppy, choppy. Um, 
it's very ag. These little like brief interludes to like get us to the next scene always feels really out of place and really acted, you know, like just the acting's kind of bad in these little mini scenes before we get to the scene that we like hold on. We cut to Melissa with their dog and her daughter. We cut to Jackie getting out of her car, and she's going to a cons- consult at the Renfrew Society. Now, the Renfrew Society is supposed to be one of the top places to study and help with Jackie's uh, illness or, 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 you know, her ED and stuff. And so she sees her doctor and they're talking about her medical history. Uh, and, you know, we're going to talk about that. So be open and honest. Uh, she asks Jackie how to hear about us. And she's like, I've been struggling with this for 20 years. The poor doctor, you guys, I don't know if you noticed, she just had red splotches and blotches everywhere. You could tell she was potentially nervous because you know like when you it's like you just feel your face heat up it just was like i was like oh i think i think this doctor is nervous the poor lady um jackie says like they're like why'd you come in and jackie's like well the kids are getting older and they're noticing that uh i don't eat sometimes and i know at some point i have to stop um you know what i'm doing and get started with healing again and she says, I've always been concerned with my body image. It started out with Weight Watchers in high school. Um, I was, uh, you know, I, I would eat everything out of my diet. But she's talking about like then she was accepted by the popular girls, but she was always counting her calories. And she says now she gives herself two to three meals a week that the foods are different. But then the rest are salads with a lot of lettuce. And she worries about nutrients, you know, and the doctor's like, well, do you experience any numbness or tingling? And she's like, yeah, my fingertips go numb, always cold, Uh, any uh, dizziness. Uh, She's like, yeah, I'm always dizzy. Uh, I have a really slow heart rate. And the doctor's like, yeah, we can definitely help with this. Uh, And they're like, well, we want you to see your doctor, too, and have routine labs and an EKG as well for your heart. And uh, Jackie's like, I can't start treatment until all that gets done. And and the lady's like, yeah, we want to make sure your body is okay. And the thing is, once they start putting nutrients back into Jackie's body, she lets them know that your heart or your other organs are going to get overwhelmed when you get more nutrients because your body is not used to that. And it could shut down potentially organs, which is really scary when you think about it. You know, that is why when whether it be an alcohol alcoholic, food, all that stuff, you got to really be careful because your body is kind of this really precious instrument that once it gets out of whack, it's very hard to reintroduce things. You got to do it at a really slow pace. And that's why it's really smart what she's doing. But Jackie says, okay, okay, I'll do whatever I need to do because now I'm scared. Um, and, and by the way, you know, just, you know, I've, and just to share personal experience, I really do relate to this. I've always had, you know, I always have yo-yoed in ways. There are times that I've been extremely heavy and there's times I've been skinny. There have time, you know, and I always, and I don't really talk, I mean, I talk about that on the, the show and I'm always, you know, I have such a weird relationship to food. It really is one of those really comforting things. And it's so hard. It's such a mind thing. It's a drug like anything else. You know, there is comfort in that for me. And that's a really scary thought. But I remember you guys, and I've never talked, I've never talked about this. Never, 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 never talked about this. So um, I remember in college was my first big weight loss. And it was for theater. And I just got obsessive about it 
and I was, I was, I was throwing up. Like I, I was, uh, I wasn't binging and purging or anything like that, but I was still in a diet, but I remember breaking the diet and immediately anytime I broke the diet, I would just go throw up because I was so paranoid of, because I think what it's scary is that when your body then does gain a, a massive amount of weight or something and it all of a sudden gets out of control and you're like, how did it get to this point again? There's always, how did it get to this point? How did it get to this point? And so then you're like, just, oh, fuck, fuck, fuck. You're so serious about it. But the body wants what the body wants. So sometimes you do then cheat on it, but then it would be like, oh, then I'll, I'll throw up and that'll make me, you know, and that's just ridiculous because it's been proven so many different ways. And luckily that has not been an ongoing issue for me, but I remember maybe two times in my life, I don't mean two different experiences, but two times where I would, I was a part of uh, what I would do sometimes. And I don't think you hear that from a lot of guys. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe a lot of guys do do that. I just, I know primarily it's a, um, a lot of females struggle with that. But yeah, I, I struggled with it for a time too, because I was just like, oh, this is so not fair. Um, but also in that, I remember in the college one too, I would just get dizzy. I would just, I was, because I would work out, work my ass off, and then I was just eating, like it would just be primarily like a big bowl of lettuce, or like you know, it was it was really, really, really dumb in so many ways. But that thing, your mind, you know, I'm always going to look weirdly horrible in my mind. It's it's like really the body dysmorphia and all of that stuff is such a scary, scary thing because it really doesn't matter what anybody else tells you. It's what you believe. And that is so scary. You know, that's what it's, it's so weird. It's like, that's why all the compliments in the world and stuff can mean nothing because at the end of the day, it really is you and what you feel. And that's why that's like damn hard to like have to retrain your brain to actually like yourself or to actually, it's one of the hardest things that we can do in life. I'm saying, but I'm saying it's worth trying. It's worth, it's worth doing. It just sometimes gets frustrating or you feel, um, you feel like, why do I have no other people don't have to do this? Why do I have to do this? Well, that sucks. Why do I have to do all this work? I'm like, you know, like I think sometimes you come at it with this, like, well, that's not fair. Why? Another this person over here can eat anything they want. They don't have to look inwards. Uh. <laughs> so I do. I really do respect what Jackie's doing. I'm really proud of her, and I think that's so important to have representation on this issue on TV. And it's great because there have been many seasons where we've said, "Oh, Jackie definitely still has a problem." And it's so great for her to be tackling it. Uh, we cut to this restaurant, The Craftsman. Dolores is meeting up with her kids, Frankie, 22, Gabby, 25, and Frank and Tanya. But the kids come in first. Uh, Frankie comes in first, and Dolores is like, sit next to me. And they hug and kiss and all this stuff. Gabby, 25, comes in. She's a doctor. And uh, it's very Italian family where Frankie gets up. And she's like, oh, my brother gets up to see me, but you don't, Mom? And... Dolores is like, okay, so here's the thing. You guys are going to be living with your dad full time for the first time since you guys were infants. And we need to set some ground rules for how this goes down. And, uh, you know, Frank is not going to realize he's disrespectful. And, uh, you know, if you guys don't want no girls in the house, then no girls in the house. And we are going to lay down rules. No boats, no hoes. And then Frank Catania's like, all right, just sit down, guys. Jeez, you're already fully going. What's going on here, you know? They all order drinks. 
uh, I always love hearing Frank Catania order. He's like, I'll take, uh, what, hey, what do you, I hear you got a good drink here. What's a the tequila mockingbird? Yeah, let's get a tequila mockingbird. Uh, Frankie orders water, the, the sun. I love Frankie's commitment to health. Um, everybody orders their food and, you know, they go, Dolores is like, my concern is that I don't want any drama under the roof. And Frankie Catania is like, you know, is like, I, I know my lifestyle is not exactly conducive to a normal family, but I'm still the fucking father here. I'm still the fucking father. Uh, and Gabby says, but you have to be respectful. You know what I'm talking about, Dad. Okay, so I'm not allowed to take women to the house and have sleepovers? And Gabby's like, no sleepovers. And he's like, oh, my God, why? Why? Your girlfriend and your boyfriend can stay over, he's telling his kids. And uh, he's like, you're trying to tell me you don't have sex with your boyfriend. And then Dolores is like, we don't talk like that, Frank. And Frankie kind of turns around embarrassed. And Gabby says, hey, yeah, like when your friend came from Texas, Dad, you know what I'm talking about. And then Frank, her dad goes, hey, quite honestly, maybe your boyfriend doesn't satisfy you. Maybe. And I'm like, what? Can you imagine your parents saying that? And Frankie Jr. is like, that's disgusting, Dad. And then he goes, yeah, yeah, okay, Frankie, this is coming from a guy with a fucking ball gag in his room. <laughs> and Dolores is like, it was a joke. And he's like, yeah, 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 I'm sure the teeth marks in it were a joke too, huh? Huh? And I'm like, holy shit, Frankie Jr. has a ball gag with teeth mark in it? Wow. Wow. I feel like Owen Wilson. Wow. Wow. Um, Frank goes, okay, guys, listen to me. You know, family is the most important thing to me, and I promise I will not let my stuff take priority over you. And Dolores says, uh, you know, Frank, you never told us why you were coming home. And he goes, because honestly, I'm like a gypsy. You know, if you want to ask where my home is now, I guess I say the shore house. But I'm getting older. And the thing that matters is family. You know, it's temporary. It's temporary. This is temporary. It's not my last homestead, but I want family. And uh, Dolores reminds us that they got divorced when uh, she was pregnant with little Frankie. And they've never been in the, the, you know, same place. Um, but Dolores is going to keep her condo, so Frankie's just going to live with the kids because she wants to be alone and chill. And so then the subject of David, her ex, gets brought up, but the kids don't know yet that she's broken up with him. And she's like, well, talking about David, you know, we've been growing apart. We don't see each other a lot. And then Frank Catania's like, hey, cut to the pup. Cut, to the, cut the shit. Just tell him what the deal is. And she tells the kids, hey, it's the end of the road for me and David. And Frankie's like, oh, my God, that's terrible, Mom. Well, he didn't meet me halfway or even a little bit. You know, the hardest thing to do is to part ways with someone you love and care about. But I had nowhere else to go. I, I had nowhere else to go. And Frankie goes, I loved you and David as a couple. You know, it's just, I, it's like the way it is. It sucks. And Dolores is like, yeah, I really like David as a person. I feel so bad about it. And Frankie says, uh, the dad says, my loyalty is to you. You know, do you know, and you have us being close to David still. And Dolores in a talking head says, hey, my family are very close to David. I brought this man into their lives and I'm not taking him out because we didn't work out. And I totally agree with that. I didn't agree with that in my breakup in uh, my first like major breakup in my 20s. We were both kind of like territorial and like this friend goes here and this friend goes here, blah, blah, blah. But with my divorce, it was kind of like, yeah, I mean. At this point, you realize how life 
kind of works and it's just unexplainable, especially when it comes to romance and stuff like that. And it's not worth losing friends over. And what's the deal? Like, yo, if, if one of my friends wants to hang out with my ex more than me, well, cool, do it. Like, what, what am I going to do? What am I going to worry about it? You know how many people there are in the world? But that's another thing. That's the great thing about age is that you do change your actual perspective on things. Uh, we get to a new scene. There's upbeat music. And we're at Margaret's house. Uh, Joe Benino, her dude, is they're packing for the shore house. Then we cut to Jennifer and Bill's house. They are packing for the shore house as well. And she's like, Bill, does this dress make me look skinnier? And, I'll, you know, and I, I, the girls will say, um, you know, oh, the girls will ask, say I look skinnier. And I'll say, it's the stress you bitches are putting on me that's making me this way. <laughs> so then we cut to Jackie and the kids, Evan, um, her husband. Um, I love that one little Hudson, I think his name is he's 10 and they're making fun of his chia pet hair. The kid's got a lot of spunk. I love it. Then we cut the Tom's river, New Jersey, the shore, the shore house, Melissa and Joe walk into the show shore house and he goes, Oh, my happy place. And he goes, as soon as I get down here, something happens to me. I get horny. Okay, Joe. Thanks, man. Um, and we cut to short footage of him getting horny over the years. Um, we cut to Dolores' sure house, which looks like a weird skyscraper in the middle of, like, normal size houses. Like, it just goes up. It's not very thick. It's just tall. Um, Dolores gets in there with Frank, and, and he's like, hey, I bet you had orgies in this house, I bet, Frank, because Frank's living there now, you know? We cut to Jackie saying, you know, I'm so happy I'm staying at Melissa's shore house. I can't wait to start with my recovery. My first thought is on all of these trips is what am I going to do about lunch? I'm always worried about lunch. And uh, I always worry about this. And maybe being away will take my mind off of things. And that's really relatable too of like, what am I going to eat? And you notice Jackie saves most of her calories for booze. And that's why Jackie gets as fucked up as she does because she doesn't have any food in her body. Um, then also Jackie says something that disturbs me. She says, everybody has sex down by the shore. Lucky you, Evan. Oh, uh, Evan does for, I mean, I will say Evan does seem like he's genuinely into Jackie. I will say that it does seem like he likes her. That's good. We cut to Frank back at the, him and Dolores in the bedroom and one of the bedposts on the foot fell off and he was like, yeah, my girlfriend during the orgasm, she was kicking so hard. She broke the bed. Huh? Did you ever do that with David? And she's like, Frank, don't bring up David. Uh, and Frank Katana's like, I don't even think you cried over our divorce. And Dolores is like, I cry. I cried. You didn't see me cry. I cried. We cut to Melissa and Joe and Jackie and Evan and Margaret. Um, we find out that Jennifer Aiden rented a house around the block. And Melissa says, I don't trust this girl as far as I can throw her. The fact that she called you a crook, Joe. Fuck. Because remember, Jennifer Aiden also did that Instagram post where she brought up that Joey Gorga was potentially a crook in his business. So it is serious business, you guys. It's not like, you know, so uh, by the way, Melissa does have every right to be mad. I would be livid if somebody that I worked with brought that shit up. No, 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 no. So then we cut over to Bill and Jennifer's house and Bill, we find out, is only going to be staying there for two days because of work. And then I'm always like, yeah, what are you going to do back at home without, you know, come on. Do we trust him? Do we let him go back home by himself? Um, 
Jennifer's like, yeah, I feel better if you're here the whole time, but I understand you have to work. Um, we find out Teresa is in Boston with Louie for Adriana's dance recital. Uh, but she's going to be there as well at her shore house. She's coming in, and uh, supposedly Louie is coming in as well. Um, Jennifer says, I had some progress with Margaret, but then Dolores was yelling at me for not believing she was a friend. And I just feel like all the proof says otherwise. Uh, we cut to Dolores telling Frank uh, about this situation. And she's like, my loyalty was questioned. My loyalty was questioned. Jackie's saying, I just want her to know. I You just want her to know I care about her. Fuck you, Jackie. Jackie, you know, Jackie's saying about you. Don't stick your dick in someone else. She's nasty. Go, yeah. So at the end of that, that keg party, you guys, Jackie told Dolores was like, she told her like, hey, you know, you about Bill, like you don't stick your dick in someone else. She's nasty. And that's nasty talk, Frank. That's nasty. That's vulgar. You know, watch your words when you're talking about her husband who, you know, Jennifer loves. So basically what, you know, what Dolores is saying is that, okay, so she's sticking up supposedly for Jennifer, but then she's saying that what he did was nasty and vulgar. It's like sticking his dick in somebody else and using that kind of language about somebody that Jennifer still deeply loves. Like what's, what's up with that? And Dolores is like, yo, I am not here to prove my loyalty to anyone. And Frankie goes, God, I haven't seen your face like that in a long time. Calm down, calm down, calm down. And she goes, just stay close, Frank. Stay close on this trip. Whew. New scene. Uh, Joe Benino is getting Margaret out of her car. And she's like, I don't want to show my cooch. I don't want to show my cooch cadoodle. Show my cooch cadoodle. My chooch cadoodle. Cooch, cooch cadoodle. Um... They're driving over with the Goldschneiders. We cut to Melissa and Joe's shore house, and they are pouring whole bottles of vodka in their water cooler. So, like, instead of pouring out water, it just pours out vodka. Man, this is this is what science is. This is the kind of inventions we need. This is the kind of forward thinking that I'm so proud of. Like, that is so cool. I'm like, could you make it, like, just a big vodka cranberry water uh, cooler? Like, it's just amazing. Tiki, we find out, is at home doing work, so he's not there, but Tracy's there. He's going to meet us later over at Teresa's, supposedly. Um, she, uh, Tiki's, Miss Tiki pours herself water and doesn't know it's vodka in there. And she's like, whoa, oh, my God. Um, Evan uh, in the car says, yo, Tiki and Louis are, Louis are good people, you know. And they're like, ah, I want to like Louie, but let's not forget the video of him at the beach. You know, we, of course, have the flashback to that. And Bravo and Cocktails, the Instagram account, that she gets credit for that video. And, and her name pops up here. And uh, that's sometimes so dangerous, though. I get I get really scared if I get any information before somebody. And I really am very hesitant because I just get really – like I posted – I left it up for like five minutes when I thought the queen had died. And then I was like, I don't want to be a part of this because I, you know, I'm like, I'm not TMZ. I'm not Daily Mail. I don't, you know, like I don't, that's not what I do per se. So, cause I mean, like I'm sure there's sometimes you're right and you get a lot of attention and like your follower count goes up and stuff. But then I feel like at the end of the day, you potentially have some bad juju. Like I definitely probably have like some negative karma points and some of the things that I posted. And it's just something that we deal with. But some of this stuff, woo, it's just really intense. Um, so uh, the, they're, they're talking in the car and like, how do you think Tree will handle this with uh, the Louis situation? And Margaret says, oh, she'll she'll say it won't be good if we if we don't get respect and Trey will spend a lot of time trying to shut it down. 
You know, we're not going to talk about it, all of that stuff in regards to the Louis situation. So then we cut to Jennifer and, uh, you know, she's at the a beach rental with the kids. They're at their huge house. Olivia, Jennifer's daughter, ate a star. She wants to take her cover up to the beach, which is very Olivia, a smart queen. Uh, we cut to Melissa and Joe. They're eating pepperoni. He's like, you know what this makes me think of, huh? Huh? Sex? Huh? You know what, you know, he could have held up like a fork. He's like, you know what this makes me think of, huh? Sex. He could have held up anything. He'd be like, you know what this makes me think of, sex. Uh, Melissa says, there is such, uh, Melissa says, I'm such a fun drunk. Okay, well, well, it's yet to be seen, right? Uh, Jackie and Joe, they all pull up. I just noticed, as always, just so much luggage. What are we packing? Because girls' clothes are smaller and lighter than men's clothes. What are we packing? Like, I just genuinely sometimes want to know. Uh, It just sounds like a bunch of yipping dogs. And I know that's offensive potentially, but that's what it sounds like. I'm never going to lie to you guys. Uh, Margaret also, I was just very impressed with her bedazzled sunglasses. At what point is bedazzled going to get? out again i'm thinking of marisol's drink cup on real housewives in miami she always has that bedazzled one and it's like do we need like bedazzled like i just can't get on the bedazzled train and i know it's not for me i know it's not a train that i'm even asked to come on with you guys but at a certain point isn't bedazzled like don't you guys get a little tired of bedazzled like i feel it's almost offensive to women at this point uh evan pours some water which turns out to be vodka and he's like oh you sick fuck you joey gorgon trying to get me to drink vodka water and then Evan's like hey it's actually good water (laughs) so then we cut to um jennifer uh her daughter sophie's like mom i need you to cut the pineapple i need to cut the pineapple um so uh Trey, Teresa pulls up and Jennifer's like, where's Louie? And she's like, Louie's coming down after, you know, he, ha- he has dogs. He has dogs. He got to take care of the dogs. And uh, Jennifer's like, it's a nice turn of event. You staying with me. And Teresa's like, yeah, I have Louie's pants coming to my shore house. So it's not going to be relaxing over there. I got all the kids over there. So I thought, you know, it would it would be nice if I stayed at Jennifer's. The kids are eating the fruit. The Jennifer just cut, cut up for them. Jennifer says, honestly, we can just sit on the beach in the morning, just me and you. And all I can see this whole scene is just that fucking nose, that fucking plastic surgery from Turkey nose that is just straight up to the sky. It is wild. Um... Louis, uh, Teresa lets us know, has got such a good heart. You know, he says he wanted to see Adriana in our dance competition in Boston so bad. They post a picture of the three of them. And he goes, and then we all watched a movie on the hotel bed together. And 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 Adriana was like, mom, mom, no PDA, mom. Uh, Teresa is just eating a pineapple um, during this, which is fun. Um, Teresa's like, well, what did I miss? And... So then Jennifer fills her in on all the, the cake party fight of like, well, Jackie was very nice to me, I have to say. And she tells Teresa that she said, Dolores isn't a supportive friend. And she also tells Teresa, girl, it went left like Patterson. Dolores came out. Dolores is mad at me for listening to Jackie. You know, you don't see what Margaret did was wrong. You know, I have to find a way to make it nice. And Teresa says, okay, we'll do the barbecue here. You know, just keep everyone away from the pool. No, you know, because we don't we don't need anybody thrown in the pool. Uh, new scene, Melissa and Joe, they're like, hey, put everybody's bathing suits on. We're going to the shore. Let's go. Joe Benino throws Jackie on the bed uh, when Evan's there. He's like, look, I got your wife. I love stupid men jokes about wife swapping because it's 
Remember, women are pieces of meat. Remember that. <laughs> it's, uh, um, everybody's having a good time. Uh, Melissa's like, I'm trying to see Margaret's ching-ching, cha-ching-ching. Melissa sees it. And she's like, oh, my God, I saw it. I saw Margaret's machine. The guys downstairs are just drinking vodka. There's just a lot of noise. I like that. This reminds me of Coachella when you get a, a party house with all your friends. And it's like, you know, right in the day starting, everybody's doing shots. Everybody's still somewhat sober, but a little loose. Like, I, it's it's fun. Like, it might not be fun to watch, but it's really fun to be a part of. Jackie says, um, oh, my God, Joe, have you been feeding Evan that vodka? He's already sticking his dick in my back. <laughs> We cut to Jennifer and Teresa, and uh, Jennifer's like, is Louie ready now? And he's like, yeah, no, not yet. Um, So everybody's going to have a beach day. Frank and Dolores get back in the scene, and uh, they're at the beach now. And Dolores is like, remember when you used to work out on the beach? And he's like, yeah, there'd be a lot of Speedos around in the 80s. Frank orders a Red Bull vodka and a small pina colada. He's a man of many tastes. Uh, Teresa orders a drink. Teresa, by the way, I just I say this all the time, but Teresa just always has a confused look on her face. Just always confused. And I don't even think she is confused, but always a confused look. Teresa used to hang out all the time in the 20s there, she lets us know. She would be like, yeah, you know, Dolores, we'd all hang out here on the beach. And Dolores is like, yeah, back in the day, Teresa, you know— used to be a fist-pumping party girl. But Dolores says, my dad was a cop, so my beach days were sober. You know, I was a good girl down at the beach. Um, the ladies ask Jennifer how she is today. Dolores, um, she says, Dolores, thank you for acknowledging that I had a right to be upset. Uh, and I just wrote, I don't like Jennifer this season. I don't, I don't, I don't like her. I don't, I mean, I know this is coming from pain, but I just think it, it's not a good look. Uh, all the rest of the crew jo- uh, joins. Joe immediately orders Casamigos shots. Melissa being fun drunk. I'm fun, Melissa, which is kind of like fun Shannon Bador. She asks, who wants to be fondled right now? <laughs> I've been drinking since 10 a.m. Jennifer makes no facial expression when Melissa says this. Teresa says, there's been a change of plans. We're having the barbecue at Jen's house, not mine. And Jen's like, I'm very happy to welcome you all to my house, to my and Bill's house. The guys are doing the shot. Joey says, uh, they're talking about Louie over on the other side, the guys. And they're like, what do you think of him? Joey's like, hey, 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 as long as he's happy, as long as my sister's happy, as long as he's happy, you know, then I'm okay with it. And they're like, do the kids like him? And he goes, I think so. I think so. Dolores stands up for a second with the girls, and uh, they're like, Dolores, Dolores. All the guys are shouting, hey, turn around. We want to see your side boob. <laughs> I love, I, we're, we're guys. We're guys. We're crazy. Melissa asks um, Joey, because at last week's episode, it came, like Melissa was like, did you ever have sex with Dolores when you were like kids on, on the beach? And Joey's telling the guys, like, yeah, after that day at the cakeboarding, she woke me up at 2 a.m. hovering over the bed like the exorcist, asking if I had once again slept with Dolores. And I'm like, you're still on this? Melissa really does get jealous about Joe. It's wild. So we cut to the girls talking about Teresa staying at Jennifer's, and they want to know if Louie is staying there as well. And Melissa says... Listen, you guys are all going to agree that Louis is a charming, he's a very charming person. He's charming, you know, and they hang out every day and night, you know, like they, they seem okay with each other, but obviously we are hearing stuff. And Margaret goes, yeah, charming people are car salesmen, which is a very true and dark line. We cut to Joe Benino saying, uh, hey, 
where there's smoke, there's fire. Where there's smoke, there's fire. The guys are doing more shots. Dolores uh, says this is the first time she's been by herself at the shore, and she just wants to relax, you know. And she hasn't told Teresa yet that her and David broke up a week ago. And Teresa's like, well, why didn't you tell me? And Dolores is like, I'm taking it very bad. It's horrible. The food gets delivered at this point. And Jennifer's like, well, why did you you break up with him? And, or no, she goes, when did you break up with him? And it was the day of Jackie's party. And then Jennifer's like, oh, that makes sense why you were so up my ass, why you were so upset. And she goes, listen, Jennifer, I'm sorry you were hurt. But what got me is Jackie going to be your friend with you all of a sudden? That's what got me. That's what made me upset. And your friend that loves you there, you know, uh, you know, your friend, now your new friend Jackie that loves you over there, guess what she said after you, you left? And she tells her that line about, you know, oh, he's sticking his dick in somebody else. That's your friend. Your friend said that. Your new friend said that. How do you like that, Jennifer? And Jennifer's like, that is the most disgusting, vile thing anyone can say. And Dolores is like, Jennifer, she's playing you. Don't be a pussy about this. And Jennifer's like, that is fucking gross. And the other girls are eating. Jackie, of course, we just see kind of pushing her food around. Jennifer in a talking head says, if Jackie said that, that's cruel. That is so cruel. I thought she wanted to try to be my friend. Like, once again, Jennifer, come on. You're a plotting evil person, basically, like all of these other ladies. You're like, don't act like a wilting flower. Dolores says, uh, just open your eyes, Jennifer. Just open your eyes a bit, okay? Okay? And Teresa's like, oh, Louie hit so much traffic. That's why he's not here yet. Joey texts Louie and is like, hey, come on. And he said he was had so much work and that's why he's late. Um, so they decide they want to go back to the shore house, get in the pool. Teresa goes back to Jennifer's. Uh, Margaret says, maybe Louie doesn't want to deal with all of us together. And that's not that's why he's not here for real. Uh, Frank and Dolores are going to their place. Um, so we're back at Melissa and Joe's house. Margaret is making iced co- coffee, and she also wants to do a duty. She lets us know, which is like, Margaret, we you could have just stopped at the iced coffee. We can put the rest of it together. Uh, we cut to Jennifer and Bill's house, and they're like, the chef will be here any minute for the barbecue. Let's start preparing. Um, Erica, the nanny, is there watching the kids. The chefs knock on the door. They're getting set up. Tree shuts the door to her bedroom, and the phone's ringing. It's 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 uh, Teresa calling Louie. And we hear Louie say, I just want to get out of here. And she goes, why? And then she goes, oh, oh, I'm mic'd up. I'm mic'd up. I have a microphone on. And then it goes silent. So then we cut back to Melissa's pool party at her place. And Melissa goes, guess what? Teresa just texted do not say a word about Louie. Do the right thing. You back up my boyfriend, blah, 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 blah. And uh, they're saying, yeah, it is weird. Louie didn't show up to the beach. And Margaret says, this means she's going to have a fucking freak out. You know what that means, that Teresa's going to have a fucking freak out. And Melissa in a talking head says, even if we don't talk about Louie to her face, she must still realize that everyone is talking and she's try- trying to squash that. And uh, she's telling us all to shut up. And Melissa's like, oh, shit, there might be a little chaos tonight. So then we cut back to Jennifer Aiden's place with Teresa, and the producer is knocking on Teresa's door. like, And uh, Teresa's like, what happened to Louie? And the producer's like, well, we want to talk to you about it. Um, we talked to him in the parking lot. And so that obviously means he's here, and he's all, he goes, he's all upset. Did you guys, did you talk about it? And Teresa goes, no. 
like lies flat out. No, that's how comfortable Teresa is with lying. And uh, the producer goes, I think he feels like everyone is talking about him and he wants to know why. And Teresa's like, yeah, I told him not to come around if he feels like that. Which then, like, Teresa immediately busts herself out that she lied on the question right before then. Um, and then Teresa goes, Louis did not sign up for this. And I'm like, you guys know. Yeah, he did. To be antagonized and to be questioned. He didn't sign up for anything by dating me. And I told him, you don't deserve this. I told him that. You don't deserve this. He does not have to prove anything. I'm in the public eye, not Louie. Not Louie. Then don't make fucking videos on the beach, doofus. Um, And the producer very, like, this is like when her job is probably shitty, is like, yo, here's the thing, Teresa. The story is out there. And Teresa's like, I don't want to discuss it. I don't want to, he's the love of my life. I want to protect him. They're not happy for us. They want to sabotage us, which is a very interesting line because that is a lot of people that are narcissists will try to make you feel like it's us against the world. Us against the world. Why is everybody against us? Why is that? Like they make them take up arms, you know? And Teresa's walking away and the producer's like, where are you going? She's like, I'm leaving. I swear to God, you guys are the devil. I swear to God, you guys are the devil. And why, and then Teresa's like, why are you still filming? Go fuck yourself. I'm serious. I'm serious. And then Trey pulls out with her car and speeds away. And then it says the three worst words in Bravo history to be continued. Folks, we had a lot of fun, didn't we? That was fun, you guys. Thank you so much for all of your support. I hope you have the remainder of your weekend i hope it's the best like i always say i hope you're having the time of your life remember you can listen to these whenever you want if you like them give me a five-star review but thank you so much for all of your patience as always i hope i made it up to you this week you got three episodes in the last two days to kind of get through but um thank you so much for all of your support you know support of me and my operation and uh that's it you guys thank you to Medica for all of the show images thank you to sandra for all the show booking uh there's so many great people that uh, have helped me out. Uh, Megan, my roommate, helps me out a lot. I have, I'm very lucky. So um, I hope you guys have uh, people that are, are good enough helping you out with what you need done in your life as well as I have. So that is it, folks. And I will talk to you bright and early on Monday. Thank you to our sponsor, Hulu. Their new reality series, Vanderpump Villa, is an unfiltered portrait of what it is like to work in the glamorous French countryside while striving to impress Lisa Vanderpump. As guests arrive for their lavish vacation, the Vanderpump Villa staff are pushed to their limits, ready to cater to every whim, all the while dealing with rivalry, romance, and misadventures. Watch new episodes of Vanderpump Villa every Monday, now on Hulu. Betches.